Morning, morning, morning. This is Pastor Jay with the Anointed Radio Show. And we're going to go ahead and start in decency and order. And we're going to start out of 1 Peter 1 and 22. And it says, Now that you have purified yourself by obeying the truth so that you have sincere love for each other, love one another deeply from your heart. You got to love yourself, y'all. Y'all got to show love to others. You got to be able to help throughout the bad time and the good. Love is something that is not just a feeling, it is an action. And when you purify yourself with God, God will get you to a point where you'll be able to forgive, pray for the ones that has done you wrong. And to be able to understand that to love thyself, you, to, you gotta love thyself, love thy neighbor as you love thyself, and love God with all thy heart, mind, and soul. Dear Father, thank you, Lord, for everything that you're doing right now in the name of Jesus. Bless us, Lord. Bless us in the transition of where you're taking us. Help us be able to be elevated in all ways that you want us to be. Guide us. Help us be wise that we can do the right choices. That we can show the light that you shine within us, God. Bless us on this Sunday morning that we could be able to touch and agree. To find peaceful ways so we could be peacemakers as the words say. God, just let us be able to be anointed from the top of our head to the sole of our feet with your blessings and with your wisdom and your guidance. Guide our feet, Lord. Help us, Lord. Touch every person listening. Touch everybody that's tuning in right now so that they can be able to have an understanding of you. And so somebody out there that don't know you can say, what can I do to be saved? We say that all in Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 So welcome, 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 y'all. It's another episode of Anointed Radio. And this is Pastor Jay, and you can find me at Instagram at Anointed Jaylon and Twitter on Anointed Jaylon. Or you can find me at Facebook at Pastor Jaylon Calhoun. Or go go ahead and check out my Facebook Live show called Unscripted. Definitely check out our previous episodes. We've had some great topics. And we would want you to come and check us out. So, one thing I would like to say is, hope y'all had a great fourth. But we have a, a, a person in the, in the house. Uh, <laughs> that we gotta, you know, celebrate. Watch out now. Because it's his birthday. It's his hey. birthday. Hey. It's, his birthday. Hey. it's your birthday. See, I can get real ratchet with birthday songs because there's so many <laughs> versions of it. But we're gonna go ahead and play the most famous one for our co hosts. Coach in the building. Happy birthday, Happy Coach. Birthday. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. 
This is such a long intro, we're gonna go ahead and skip. <laughs> <laughs> yep. There you go. This is for Coach, y'all. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Go, Coach. Go, Coach. I don't think I ever heard this version. Oh, this is the normal black people version. This is... Stevie Wonder. Here it go. I know who Stevie is. You're gonna, you gonna know this part at the end. He was at my Happy birthday to you. Okay, there we go. Happy birthday to you. That's the only part I know. Happy Yeah, happy birthday, Coach. Happy birthday, Appreciate coach. it, appreciate it. Uh, and when I was playing Stevie Wonder, I thought about something. Definitely keep Stevie Wonder in prayers. He is he's going through kidney failure and is about to have a kidney transplant. Oh, really? Oh, wow. So, yeah, he, he, he definitely needs your prayers right yeah. now. Prayers for Steve. Hashtag pray for Stevie Wonder because, man, mm. kidney failure, dialysis, all that stuff is rough. So, with that being said, that's Pastor Jay. And this is Coach Hill. You can find me on Instagram at 910Coach, and you can find me on Facebook at Top of the Hill Radio. Top of the Hill. Good morning, everyone. This is Lady AJ, and you can follow me on Instagram at LadyAJ2020, or you can drop me a line at LadyAJ2020 at gmail.com. Amen. So... We got a That's Not Nice segment. And our That's Not Nice today is all the people tripping about the Little Mermaid being black. I don't understand it. What it is it? First of all, it's a cartoon. All right. Right. First of all. <laughs> It's not like we made no, like, John F. Kennedy black or something. That'd be dope, though, <laughs> the black John F. Kennedy. But, like, no, it wouldn't, because then he'd be a black dude. That'd be, it'd, be, it'd be crazy. Well, back then, he wouldn't have made it to the election. True. True. Especially during that time frame. But I'm just saying, like, it was funny. I saw a meme that said, y'all keep playing with us. We're going to make He-Man black. And they had Terry Crews in a blonde. Oh, <laughs> Terry Crews what? Terry Crews in a blonde wig oh as He-Man. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but it's funny, though, because it's like the outrage is amazing. If you look biblically, if we go to all the Bible stories and change the biblical stories to based off what people look like in those regions, some of y'all right. be mad. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm going to go ahead and say it. Go ahead. I got to. Uh, if they were... Just imagine if we were as upset as them changing Jesus from black to white and we did an outrage because that's just ridiculous because if a cartoon is going to be black, that's ridiculous. But y'all could change Jesus. That's ridiculous. I say it. Well, I really already know the truth because the Bible tells us his descriptions and I've never met nobody that looks like that from the land of Caucasus. Mm. I haven't either. So, with that just being said, I'm just saying, we can't, 
there's some things, pick and choose your battles. And then you know it's crazy. That's, that's a really good point. Just pick and choose your pick battles. Pick and choose your battles. You know what you know. You don't need to prove nothing to nobody. And it's like, if you want to be worried about something, let's worry about how Beyonce going to be Nala. Like, I got it. I'm kind of worried <laughs> that. <laughs> I'm lost. So the new Lion King movie, Nyla, Nala, oh, okay. yeah. the, the girl who falls in love with Simba, is Beyonce. And I'm like, so, so you know, Nyla, Nala is not the main character. Like, I, I hope she don't be, like, thinking she's going to just take over. I know the beehive's going to get after me, but I'm just serious. Like, <laughs> it's Lion King, the movie. Like, that's my childhood favorite movie. I don't want it to be any different like Aladdin. I thought Aladdin was trash. Mm. I'm sorry. But the Aladdin I remember compared to what I watched on the new live feature, it wasn't that great to me. Mm. But that's just my opinion. Mm. So, I don't know. If if they're changing things, first of all, we have to know it's a new generation. They a lot of uh, I know us that grew up when the movie came out is going to be the hardest critics because we're trying to get that same nostalgia that we got when we were kids. But at the end of the day... It's not made for my generation. It's right. made for this new generation, and they're going to base it based off Beyonce playing Nyla. It's different. Hey. hey. I feel like I feel like the Lion King going to be like Dreamgirls. It's like, can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> but. Well, how about, what about these earthquakes? <clears throat> that's not nice either. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Earthquakes in Nevada. I left them in California. I thought, you know, I left that in California. But let's go back to uh, Ariel being black because I saw that famous lady, Tommy Lynn, Tommy Lauren, whatever her name is, who's very controversial and all that. She said, you know that uh, mermaids are white, including Jesus and Santa. (laughs) So... That's why I celebrate Kwanzaa in the first place. Um, for the whole crew that's mad about... She had to take Santa Claus in there, too? Yes, yeah, she did. <clears throat> did they make an uproar about the Macy's Santa Claus being black this year? Yes, they did. So all the people that's mad and think that certain characters could only be a certain race, that's not nice. So I'm going to hit you with the that nice nice button. That's not nice! They're not nice. That's not nice! You're not nice for that. Give somebody else a chance. Jesus. Somebody else could be the... Give him a chance, too. Right. So did y'all feel all the earthquakes? I only felt one. I, I felt, felt only one. I only, felt both of them. But I was driving the other, about the time the other one was going on. Well, first of all, I was in my game room, and my whole... You like games realistic? <laughs> I, I thought I was I thought I was in one of them um, 4X... Movie theaters. <laughs> I'm playing the game. I'm like, wow. I'm shaking side to side. The TV rattling. I said, I'm gaming today. I am gaming. And then I realized, I said, oh, this is an earthquake. Earthquake. Okay, this is not nothing to play with. So it'd be like that. Yep. This make. I'm gonna just say, shout outs to Coach for bringing breakfast in the studio this morning. Yeah. Thank you. Well, it was good. delicious. It was. It definitely was. Definitely. Handmade. I made that from scratch, guys. Oh, it was hard. Okay, okay excuse <laughs> me. You got the Mickey D's 
recipe. Of I sure do. <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and go into the mix, and we're going to start off with a song called, hmm, I don't know what I want to start this morning. I, you know what? I'm going to go old school. I'm going to do some Kurt Franklin, old Kurt Franklin. And it's going to be called Conquerors. See y'all in a minute.
Franklin, give me your idols. And that was a good segment to go into our topic today. And our topic today is distractions. They're everywhere. They're nouns. Yeah. Let me break down, because that's like my favorite word in the dictionary. Because <laughs> it, it describes if you ever a person that like to just like like especially in nowadays where um you really want to compile something down? Like, you know how we do text talk as regular talk now? Like, LOL, laugh out loud, things like that. Well, noun explains so many things. Because noun is a person, place, or thing. 
And I feel like a lot of times we got a lot of nouns in our life that is a big old distraction. And what is the objective of a distraction? So, and this is just me saying, I'm, I'm from experience, a lot of times we get distractions because we're on the right path and it, and the enemy sees that you can touch somebody because it's never about you. I feel like we got to get out that mindset, Ew, it's all about me and the devil attacked me because I was doing good. No, you were about to go help somebody. You was about to bring somebody else. You was about to... Uh, Give them the right direction. And it could be your significant other. It could be your children. It could be a person that you don't know. It could be somebody that you were meant to do, but because this distraction came, it knocked you off your game. You can't see. You're not. Like, that's why it says in the Bible, be clean and sober-minded because the devil is like a roaring lion that is looking for a soul to devour. Why is he saying, Why does the Bible say that? The Bible says that because he is looking to trip you up on everything you do playing with your heartstrings mm. where you either uh, emotionally sad, emotionally angry or you just emotionally blah because blah is something that I feel like a lot of times will get you off because it'll bring the spirit of complacency, laziness and you not paying attention you just like mm, whatever God wants you to be alert like in the army they used to say a great phrase stay alert, stay alive because if you're not alert, something could creep up on you quick, fast, in a hurry. And I know Darwinism says that, you know, let the people that, you know, die out like that. But we all should be able to be alert. If, even in the wildlife, if you think about it. I remember um, in being in the South, a deer is the most alert thing ever. You might not see him, but he for sure see you. And as soon as he might not move until you get a little closer, we got to have that same type of reaction and, and like the way we need to look when we say like, okay, I see the BS coming. I see the drama coming. I see you trying to change me out of my character. I see the, the using spirit. I see the spirit of deception. I see the spirit of lying. I see when you, cause you know, you identify these things. And first of all, you know, can I, can I be real with y'all this morning? Sure. <clears throat> People show us who they are, but we fail to realize it really. Mm. So a lot of times when you're taken back by certain actions or if you're like, Oh my God, I'm really angry. Like if somebody get an emotion out of you, it's because you act in surprise. Like you never noticed that happen. And that's a form of distraction if you think about it. Because why are you mad? Why are you angry? Why are you going through these emotions if you knew how they were, if you know how they are, and you know how they can be? Those three things should be able to break down a whole context of, okay, I got a diversion plan because when distractions happen in the road, what you do, you divert, right? Yeah. And a lot of times we have to learn in life to divert around certain situations, things to refrain from, things to embrace, things to um, talk. Like the Bible says, there's a time to speak and there's a time to be silent. We have to understand those differences. Because then when you realize that you can see the attacks coming at your life, because you're not wrestling with flesh and blood, you're wrestling against spirits. And if a, if a person is weak enough 
in that moment. Think, think about it. Peter was around Jesus the whole three years of ministry. I mean, that's some deep ministry. And it's crazy because you got to think about it. he was That was like him being part of a church for three years and then denying he ever went to that church. Like, he had a bad day. But if you look in the Bible, he goes out and do, do exactly because he got some act right. But Jesus already told him, you're going to deny me because Jesus knew his heart and God revealed him his character during pressure. See, there's a difference between somebody having a bad day and a bad heart. But both come into plan for your destiny. You're going to have some people that have some Judas in your life that betray you so that you can manifest the things that you need to do. Because if he never betrayed you, you've never been able to be the person who you are. And you'll have the people that's Peter that in those times of stress and, and dismay and all the things that you might go through that come and have a bad day with you. But that's not their heart. Mm -hmm. They're letting other things determine how people think of them, what they're going through, their personal situation, their personal uh, finances, all those different things take an aspect. Um, I remember it was something that um, DJ, DJ VIP said, um, Mikey VIP said, and it was real deep. He said, a lot of times we stress about what we assume people are going through. But you don't know what they're distracted by because, like, let's say we in the car and we got road rage. Like, hurry up. Like, you know how we get. Come on, go. How about if that person is speeding and, and going recklessly because they're distracted because they got to go to the bathroom? We don't think about that. We just think, oh, you can't drive. You trying to hit me. We have to get to a point where we identify the distractions coming in our life and know why they're coming. Because you, you could be able to identify, okay, man, enemy coming because I'm about to have what? Oh, I'm, I'm about to buy a house. Or, oh, I'm about to get this car. Or, oh, I'm about to start this project. Or, oh, I'm about to have this concert. Go to anointedsummerparty.eventbrite.com. And you will see the enemy trying to manifest to block something. Why is he trying to block something? Why is he trying to get you scared? Why is he trying to get you fearful? Why is he trying to get you doubtful in your life? It's because that if you do not go forward, no one will be affected. The devil does not hold back anybody that he's not scared of. He changed you back for a reason. Because if you let loose, a lot of his work will not work. A lot of the people he is affecting will get free. Why well, I feel like I'm preaching today. <laughs> uh -huh. Well, to uh, touch on when you're talking about the deal in the South and stuff, they got a, uh, a saying, caught with a deal in headlights. And with that being said, you know, them getting distracted gets them killed. Right. That's how they get hit. As soon as the headlights, well, especially high beams, as soon as the high beams are on, they easily get distracted and it costs them them life. So in some instances, being distracted would cause you to lose your life. You got anything to touch on that, Lady AJ? Well, I mean that's that's true. I think that I think Pastor brought up a good point about the uh, distractions. Distractions aren't necessarily for you, but they prevent you from doing 
what you should do or what the Lord wants you to do for others. So that 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 is true. I think that I think that it's I think distractions are meant for the person that that is receiving the distraction as well as those that are connected to the person's purpose. Um, I know for me, whenever, whenever I'm working on something, I know. Okay, how about this? The Bible says you have to you have to know how to stand against the wiles of the enemy, and that means you have to you have to understand how he works. And it's true. Whenever you're doing something for the kingdom, he's always going to come and buck up against you, and he. He's going to either work through somebody close to you or someone that is connected to what you're doing. And the thing is, you just have to know not to get provoked by it because that's that's the biggest thing people, I, I see it all the time, for me anyway. It's like I'll do, I'll do something and then someone that's really close to me will try to provoke me to be in strife. And that's when I just walk away. And so I, I feel that in doing that, it allows me to stay on the path so that I can, I can stay within God's will. Amen. You know, you said something that was deep. Now I, I wanted to kind of like kind of talk about is if you think about when people come in strife, like those times where they're trying to get you off your, off your game and trying to get you to think about other stuff, a lot of times we go around and take the lesser route where and it comes back again I've, I've, I've found this mm-hmm. out where if if you do not be brave in the Lord mm-hmm. that's not right that's not cool mm-hmm. I won't allow that and you're just like oh you just irritated me and go quiet it's not going away mm-hmm. until you stand up and say that ain't right. Mm-hmm. I will no longer. And 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 that's kind of the, some of the things. If you really think about, it, let's go back biblically, right? When Jesus died, the disciples was taking that kind of like, oh, we'll kind of we'll kind of teach, but we'll kind of let our fears take over. The distractions take over. The distractions take over. Oh, the Romans are outside. Oh, oh, they're hunting us. And oh, they killed Jesus. I don't know. I don't know what I want to do. And you know, they were being passive. That was the whole reason why Jesus, after he died, had to come back multiple times and reassure them. Be in, be create, uh, courageous, and you know. Don't be dismayed. That's the word. And talking, and that word has been in the land since Isaiah, if you think about it, all the way down to um, Joshua, down all the way back to Jesus. Because you got to think about it. He had to come back and give the disciples the Holy Spirit. Mm. And the, the Holy Spirit was supposed to be a comforter mm. in hard times where it's like, you know, I might not be physically with you, but you have my spirit with you. Where that no matter what the situation you can be create, uh, courageous. You can be brave. When when you feel like you have danger coming your way, you know I am with you. You know, and that's where a lot of times we allow sickness to continue. 
And what I mean by sickness is this, the sickness of gossiping, the sickness of, of, of doubtfulness, the, sin, mm -hmm. the sickness of all these things. Because you got to think about it. It's a sickness because mm -hmm. people do it without even knowing. Mm -hmm. They just be going and going. And when they're spewing it around you, it's so easy to catch on. It's so easy to be part of. And if you think about being courageous, it's like cutting that sickness before it gets to you. Like, nah, I won't do that. No, I will not partake. No, I will not be part of. Uh, no, I will not be around. When you're around me, there needs to be some type of act right. Because if you think about it, for us to say, we say these scriptures a lot. I am the head, not the tail. I am, I am royalty. I am a child of God. But you allow some unfavored things around you, which is distracting your mission. And participate in them. Amen. And you got to think about it. How can you say you're the head, but you're doing tail activities? Mm -hmm. a, a lot of things that we got to think about in distractions is it's all about what? getting you out of your zone. Mm -hmm. It's like it's like an athlete, right? When you see athlete like Stephen Curry, I've seen him out of his zone many times because he's got distracted or he can't see. Can't tell too. But he it's a form of distraction that happens, right? You can see him on his game one game. Bah, bah, shooting three, shooting three. He can not even look at the basket, shoot threes. And then sometimes he can't shoot nothing. <clears throat> but what is that? What's the goal of that? It's Keep shooting. Don't be distracted by the misses. Correct. Keep shooting. Don't let. Because it's it's funny that sometimes you know who sometimes even distract us ourselves. Oh yeah. That's the main person. That is the main person. Mm -hmm. It's very easily to get distracted, and I would say people who procrastinate the most get distracted the easiest absolutely because if you always wait until the end to do something oh i got to friday before i gotta do it and then it's thursday night and you, oh i got to friday you if you're really a procrastinator you might wait to friday morning <laughs> uh -huh. Uh -huh. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was me with my school assignments i, I waited last minute but i got them in but you know now you can't live that as an adult, you have to get stuff done. You have to be in order. If you ain't in order and decency, like Pastor Jay say, then it's not going to be. Uh, you're not going to be able to succeed in life either. So you can't let so the you, yeah, you can't let the distractions just stop you and stuff. And it's very very easily like whenever I'm doing something, I'm one of the people that has to write stuff down. Hmm. So if it's written down, I can get whatever is written down. I can get done in 30 minutes. It could be 10 things. But it could be two things not written down. I might not get neither of them done yeah. just because it's not written down because I'm easily distracted. And I know that, so I work on it. Mm -hmm. And uh, so so I would just say you have to know, know how you can overcome distractions also because, you know, admitting that you can be distracted, you also have to maneuver yourself to be able to not be distracted anymore. And it is a process with, with any bit of change you know, it, it, you have to progress to right. change. Right. And, you know, um, the enemy is not going to use something that is not going to affect you. Right? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to give you a perfect example. Um, family mm. can sometimes be the biggest distraction. 
And you know what I've, I've seen, and it's so crazy. When a person reverts to childlike tendencies mm -hmm. because of the person who's speaking is, you know, a parent or aunt or whatever it is, but the person is saying something wrong. But because of that situation, and I'm not, I'm not telling people to go be disrespectful, but like I said, stop letting these things in your head. If, if you have a, a, a parent that's so always negative, stop it before it gets there. If you have a, a grandparent or a spouse or somebody mm -hmm. like that that's always like, I'm like, oh, if you're like, I'm thinking about making a t-shirt business, you ain't got no t-shirt business material that you can do. You, you might as well just keep doing what you're doing. Stop it because it's just a distraction to mm -hmm. discourage you out of your real blessing. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you've got to be able to stand up against people that, you think that you want their approval from because a lot of times that's what we want i want their approval i want them to say good job i want them to always be with me and believe in me i'm gonna give y'all the game right now most people won't believe in you until you make it and some still won't yes mm. they will be assigned to hate on you mm -hmm. until you die and like my grandmother is famously quoted they talked about jesus so they're gonna talk about you despite all the, yeah, because people don't understand that saying is so deep. Mm. Think about it. They talk, they didn't talk good about it. They talked bad about Jesus, and he was doing good things. Mm -hmm. You don't always do good things. Mm. So as soon as, because you got to think about it, Jesus was without no flaw, so they had to assume and they had to lie to talk about, oh, he's this and he's that and he's this and he's that. They could never say an actual factual truth about Jesus but there's a factual truth about your mistake that's why people can only see you for who you used to be and never who you are mm. so it's like it, it, it goes if you look in the Bible and this is to my real the, theologians and real Bible readers if you even look back at Job mm -hmm. before Job went through his situation obviously he had it good he had the, he had the land, he had the money, he had the friends, he had the everything. And during his downfall of a storm, his own wife, who's seen him do great things, was like, well, just curse God and die. Mm -hmm. So that even shows you, and scripturally, despite how much you do, you can never appease certain people. Mm -hmm. You can never appease certain people. And, and that's not... Just limiting it to, because we love to say it's going to be the hate. The haters are going to be the ones outside. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the haters could be right there sleeping right next to you. Sometimes yes. the haters could be inside your house. The haters yeah. could be in your bloodline. The haters could be everywhere because everybody isn't spiritually aligned with God. So how can you expect people to have a moral factor, a, a respect factor, an honor factor when they don't even know what that is? You know, I am. Um... I, I watch Bill Winston, and he says something that makes so much sense. He says, if you're not a saint, you can't tell me anything. Mm. And that is so true because if you, why would you seek advice for, from somebody who's not walking with the Lord? Mm. Because the advice that they give you, it's not, it's not going to add up to anything. So if you're, not, if you're not a saint, you can't tell me anything. 
and I think that that's I think that that's a, a real valid point. Yeah, and uh, to touch on what Pastor Jay was saying about uh, some people say job, right? His name is Job. 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 Mm -hmm. You know I can't pronounce it that good, <laughs> but uh, just think if we he would have let if if he would have let all the distractions stop him, he would have died. He would have lost That's it all right. and died. And if he would have listened, and if he would have listened to his friends. I just found Man. that I just learned this story, so and that's it's new so to me. crazy because if you think about it, you brought a perfect point. How many people allowed the outside noise and not God's voice that's right. distract them off of their path and they lost everything and died? Mm -hmm. yeah. That is the and see that, that's something we have to think about because the enemy and his dominion is always on their job to get you. But are we always on our job mm -hmm. to do what's right? Right. And always on our job to study thyself approve. Always on our job to love one another. See, I, I hear this a lot, and it's so true, and I'm, I'm, I'm realizing it. It's hard to hate somebody you pray for. Mm -hmm. Truly mm -hmm. pray for. Not, I mean. That's not, true. Not somebody like you, like, oh, God, I, I guess forgive them. I mean, truly like God, like how Jesus did on the cross. These people were crucifying him. And he says, God, pray for them because they do not even know what they do. Mm. Because a lot of times people are weak in the flesh and be are used for the validation of the enemy. Mm -hmm. See, we, we sit there and be like, we put a face on it. Mm -hmm. But like it says in the Bible, we don't wrestle with blood. blood we wrestle with spirit. How many people you know that is not aligned with God, not covered in the blood, not right or got right with God? Mm -hmm. And then you exp and you're wondering why they have enemy tendencies. Right. That's why I, I love when people call, talk about friend, frenemies, right? But you got to think about it. It's not frenemies. It's just you got people. Because I always tell people, don't go after the people that's all like, uh I love Jesus, but I fail. No, go after people like, I don't know Jesus. I don't want to hear about your Jesus. No, because those are the people that really want to know, but waiting for the true person mm -hmm. to come show them about them. Because when I didn't want to know about God back in the day, when I didn't listen to gospel music, I didn't do nothing. And even that in my own testimony, because th just think about it. If I would have stayed on my path, anointed radio would never been here. Because I couldn't stand, as a kid, I could not stand gospel music. Why? Because I thought it was so much hypocrisy of how people treated people. Because if you're a kid, you have a simple mindset. You don't have to overthink. It's like, well, I love you with a stipulate. No, you're supposed to say, I love you all. Because that's what the Bible says. Mm -hmm. Not some, all. Meaning that you're supposed to have peace amongst the, 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 the men in the nation. You're supposed to have peace, right? Mm -hmm. Peacemakers. I'm paraphrasing, but y'all go research what I'm saying. We have to get to a point of knowing how to say, I love you all. The ones who agree. Mm -hmm. The ones who don't agree. The ones that are with me one day. The ones that ain't with me one day. Because what's the point of being so distracted and held, holding a grudge to go to hell. You go on this earth and live through hell to end up going to hell, that make no sense. Because at the end of the day, we all know that if you hold a grudge against somebody that you can't enter into heaven, point blank. 
point blank. Mm. It's simple. I know yeah. it sucks. I know it's hard. And it's it's a, a, a stipulation that a lot of people be like, mm, I, I, I guess. But it's true because you got to think about it. If you can't forgive somebody, how can Jesus forgive you? And I can tell you another way people get distracted because I tend to do it sometimes. I will say that uh, when I'm sitting there and, I, and I'm just, you know, doing an overview of myself, you know, just seeing what I've done, everything, and I look at all the mistakes I made, but I hold some, uh, what do you say, uh, sins higher than others, and I'm not supposed to do that. Because I know I'm good on these sins, but then on some of the sins over here, like, I'm a big guy, so I would say essentially eating's a sin. You're not supposed to overeat. That's true. I know true. I do that, and I know I can stop that. It's easy. Put the fork down. Right. Step away from the table. Move back. I can do that, but you know, it's it's just good. So I'm distracted by the taste at that situation, and and everything else, and you know, trying to be disciplined. You know, I try to uh, okay, each week I try to progress more as a Christian. Okay, what, what am I doing negatively and wrong now, and try to fix it. Well, right now it's on my mind, so I might be able to get it the first two, three days. Then I get a little distracted. I'm not going over, you know, my sheet of what I need to do. And now now that I didn't even succeed that week because I got distracted. But I'm already moving on to the next. What do I need to work on? Because, hey, I did it three days last week, right. two days last week. I distracted myself, and I didn't even succeed. So sometimes you could distract yourself and fool yourself at the same time. So you have to be disciplined. It, it, that's what I'm trying to tell the listeners today. Just be disciplined in what you do, and you will be less distracted. And if you think about where it says in Second, I believe First and Second Timothy, where it says that we have power and love and self-discipline, we have it. We just don't use it. Yeah, we There's don't a difference. It. Mm -hmm. And you know, a lot of times we have to think about. I was at the uh, youth. The, the Young's Pastor Conference of Las Vegas, and it was deep because it was talking about how many people are defeated because they won't let God be God. Mm -hmm. And what does that mean is you're not, you're not giving a lot of stuff to God. That's from people that hurt you, people that did you wrong, and you holding on that stuff. And it's like, um, it's like you're supposed to put everything at the altar, right? I feel like sometimes some people put their stuff on the altar. Some people pick it right back up, mm -hmm. and they pick it up with some other people's stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, it's even heavier. It's even worse. And a lot of times we say, oh, well, you didn't turn into, I guess you could say, oh, you, you know, you turned into, like, you know, a, a, a full circle. Because you, you, you build something, you do something, and then it fails. And then it tears all down. Then you go through the same mode. And there's a lot of people that is on repeat. Because they're putting their self in that hamster wheel. Where they're like, I'm, 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 okay, I'll, I'll go against, I'll go with God. I'll go with God. No, I'm not. I'm going to do me. I'm going to do this. And their life goes in full circle. And all they do is get older. I'm just going to be real. You're just getting older doing the exact same thing that you did back in, in 2000, back in 90s, back in the 80s, or whatever the time frame. It's just now you're getting older. And how much time, because you know what's crazy with it? How much time have you wasted holding something against somebody where you could have been like, I let it go, 
It's not worth my time. Quick question for you, Pastor Jay. Go ahead. When you let something go, because I have let something go, and now it's come back. The mm -hmm. feeling is back. It's even worse now. Mm -hmm. And it's for somebody. And I know I'm not supposed to dislike anybody because mm -hmm. it says it in the Bible clearly. Mm -hmm. But sometimes my emotions will distract me from what I already threw underneath the table, threw underneath the bus and not worried about, but it comes back. And the anger comes back, and it's, it's fresh, it's new. So what advice would you give me to help me break the cycle? Fast and pray. Fast and pray. Because a lot of times we let things back in because our guard is down. If you really think about it, a lot of things that come back up into our life. And I'm going to be real on, uh, other than fast and pray, go talk to somebody. I believe in mental health. Because sometimes your mental health won't let it go. And we have a whole lot of things that we don't want to go talk to nobody about. Not I mean somebody that could clinically first prey on who you're going to go to as an actual clinical person who deals with like mental health because a lot of stuff in our in our mind is wrong like if you could think about a lot of stuff in your mind you just be like oh my god why do I think like that why why am I so angry why because there's a lot of things where because we ain't let it out like my wife said all the time babe you need to go talk to somebody and just let it out because we get to a point where we I'll, I'll give you a perfect testimony. I've seen death since 1997. Mm -hmm. It is 2019. I'm still seeing it. And I mean, not people that you kind of know. I mean, dramatic people that affect my life. Family members to friends to all things like that who have passed away. And I remember in the year of 97, I almost went to like 10 to 15 funerals. Mm -hmm. And it's like, we have to get to a point where... We go talk to somebody, cause you gotta first heal. You can't you can't say that you're done if you never healed from it. That's why I say you got a lot of times you gotta pray pass uh, pray and fast on a lot of situations. That goes back to that self discipline situation, because you're gonna go through a lot of trials, and this situation that you're going through now could be replaced with something else in 10 years, five years, next year, next month, where it's just like, it's the same feeling, but it's a different situation. And a lot of times we just replace stuff that is distracting us from over and over again with different situations, but the same feeling. I'm pissed, I'm mad, I'm irritated. They getting on my nerve. They not treating me right. They not being with me. They not doing this, they not doing that. And there's so many things that is, it kind of gets back. You have back to get to, to the root of things. There you go. Yeah. Amen. The root of I something. I heard somebody say you need to get to the sea. For real. <laughs> that's because, the start. That's the start point of it. Because a lot of times we sit, you know, because there's so many people, that's why I love that song, Deliver Me. Um, because there's so many people that's been through molestation, abuse, poverty, because poverty causes a lot of situations, um, abandonment. And one thing that if you really think about all those situations, it was a form of rejection. Mm -hmm. Because somebody, and you, why, why would you say molestation, abuse, and all that was a form of rejection? Because if somebody was truly and loved me as a child, as a nephew, as a whatever, they would have never allowed that to happen. 
They rejected to protect me. They rejected to love me. They rejected to be there for me. They rejected all these things to be in the situation. So guess what? You grow up with a whole heart of rejection. And anytime somebody kind of gets a little hint of that heartstring, you flare up because that one real hurts. You, have you ever had multiple wounds and you got that one that kind of hurt and you got that one that I will punch you if you touch that one more time? That's that heartstring right there of, of the real root of a lot of things, of rejection, where you've been like, I felt like no one's been there for me. Mm-hmm. I felt like no one has really had my back. I felt, and, and then, yeah, we go hee hee ha ha. But a lot of times we bring that in our, our parenting, mm-hmm. our marriages, our, our friendships, because we're quick to run because it's like if I run away, I can never have to deal. If I say I'm going to cut you off, I don't got to worry about you ever hurting me. If I say I don't, I don't need to deal with you, I ain't got to. All this stuff is pent up deep, deep down in a lot of times from child development of not having the protection, not having the love, not having those things because you felt like you were rejected. You know why? And, you know, and it's crazy to get deep with it, but I'm just going to be real. It's like why I'm your child. I'm your, I'm your grandchild. I'm your kid. And that's why I say it's always watch how you treat children. That's why even in the biblical it says, you know, he, he don't play about the, the babies of this world because they turn into adults and they turn with people of baggage. Mm-hmm. And that, thing could, that, that one thing in their childhood could determine a whole thing in their life. Because now you sit there, because kids have, if you ever looked at their face, they have the most blank face when they're, like, dealing with situations. Have you ever seen a kid just zone out? Oh, yeah. You don't know what's in their head. I remember what was in my head. My head was way too advanced for my body because I remember the things that I was going through and how I dealt with as a kid and how I understand as a kid. So rejection is deep. But your thoughts aren't necessarily, just because you think something, that doesn't make it true. Correct. And that's where people get lost. Because if someone is abused as a child and they say, well, this person, this happened and this person didn't love me and this, that, and the other, that may not be true. It may, because of the fact that no one, there are predators out there, but there are families that because of generational curses and there things that, pre, that have happened to people, parents previously. For instance, a really good friend of mine was sexually abused as a young, as a young girl. And she made sure that at the age that her daughter became the age that when she was molested, that she made sure that she provided supervision for her child because it tends to happen over and over again around the same age. Mm -hmm. But she was so angry at her mother, but her mother didn't allow that to happen. It was just something that it was because of a lack of supervision. Her mother had gone through a lot of stuff as well. Getting to the seed of it is forgiving. And, and not just be, just say, well, you know, I felt like I wasn't loved. But that doesn't mean that's true. Right. That does not. So we have to be aware of what we believe because our beliefs aren't necessarily true. If you believe the wrong thing, 
then the enemy's got you by both feet. And just think about it. A child's thought process without nobody explaining exactly. anything to them. They'll make it feel like, man, that person hated me. person didn't love me. That person wasn't there for me. And a lot of times situational, situ- situational stuff like that happens. And then we blame everybody. Yeah. Anybody can get it. You get you get on the uh, road off list so quickly where it's like, all right, I was angry at my mom because I felt like I wasn't protected. Now I'm angry at my dad because why, why he didn't come here. And then I'm angry at my siblings because why they didn't come and, and be on my side. And, and now I'm angry at my aunties because my aunties had to know because they was they was adults. And then I'm angry at my grandmother because right. my grandmother couldn't do nothing. And my grandfather, he sat there and he was worried about his own situation. And that's why I say until you get past your own situation, Mm-hmm. that's when true ministry can get started because mm-hmm. you're not the only one with issues. Right. You're not the only, and, and, and a lot of people are like, and I hate this excuse. My life looks like this because what happened to me. If man, and I'm not, man, I almost started tearing. If y'all know what I've been through, mm-hmm. some people wouldn't be able to handle it. Right. And, and I, I'm sorry. No, no, no. But I'm just saying it's like you can't sit and and, and, and have a pity party for the you rest of your life and stop what God wants you to do because God said, what would you do with your precious freedom? A lot of people say, I'm free because I could do whatever I want. Well, you're doing nothing really with your life. Think about it. I'm free to make all these choices, but you're not free. You're no. a slave to something. You're a slave to your emotions. You're a slave, slave, to, slave to a drug. You're a slave to unforgiveness. Mm-hmm. You're a slave to alcohol. You're a slave to things to try to make you feel better. But that void on the inside is what really is what you're trying to feel in. And you wonder why, as yourself, you can't get past something. And right. a, a, a lot of times we, we and I, I'm, I'm, I'm talking to myself right now. A mm-hmm. lot of times we can't get past certain things because... We feel like I give them power if I do, and and and, and that's and, and that's that, the wrong mind. It sure is because the the bottom line is it's not about how we feel. It's never supposed to be about how we feel. Because your feelings are change. Valid. They change. Your your feelings. They're subject to your, change. Your feelings right. I do at the time are valid, but your feelings just like a kid, they change dramatically. Based off situational situations. And sometimes your feelings aren't valid. Correct. Sometimes that's not that's not true. That's not true either. The enemy has you thinking that that's how you should feel, and that's not true. Mm. That's not true. And, and that's why when I uh, after I done told somebody off that I know that I'm close with, I wait a day or two and then I call them up like, look, that's how I felt at the time. It doesn't change my overall love for you. Right. right, but I have to tell you how I feel, and I say this all the time on AnointedRadioNetworks.com, that you uh, need to tell people how you feel, because if you can't tell somebody how you feel, they're not your friend, and you're not their friend. Man, because who am I venting to? Right. Who am I? Able I'm trying to, to take the problem with? to the person. You right. know, and, That's and, right. and not even just that. Like, if we're fake with each other, then we're not friends. Right. Yep. If, if you can't tell me how you feel. And if if you're scared of my opinion, then mm-hmm. then what kind of friendship is that? Is it because you don't want to be held accountable? Well, you're already held accountable because you already know better. But the whole thing that we have to sit there and think about is this. I know better. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Even right. if it just... 
give you a perfect example. Somebody says, I ain't never had a father. I ain't never had a family. I ain't never had to. You've seen TV. You've seen pictures. You've seen things that you wish you would inspire to. You know, you've seen those things where you're like, man, that, well, man, if I had a dad like that, well, become that dad. Well, if I had a mama like well, women out there, become that mama. If, well, if I had a brother and sister like that, become that brother. Become that sister. Become what she, if you don't see the change, be the change. Absolutely. And it will cause change. Right. That's the only way it's going to happen. You keep talking about what, when, how, and have you ever noticed something? And I've, I've That's preached the about this. biggest distraction. The whole biggest distraction is live, living in the past. That's it. That's because all that's people it. that could do that live in the past seem to repeat themselves and yeah. talk about something that happened a long time ago, and they cannot deal with the present. That is a spiritual dementia. Yes, it is. Where they get you so caught up in what you used to do, you can't even see what's happening and what's around you. So you're so worried about in the past when you was a child. Guess what? You're a parent right now. Pay attention to your kids. Guess what? If you're so caught up in what happened to you, you doing the same thing right now because you're so worried about what happened instead of what you can do. That's right. Because there's kids out there that got parents that are fall in that category of, oh, well, my mom and my daddy. But you're doing the same thing because you're abandoning, you're exactly. unsupervising, you're not, do, you're not paying attention to your child's needs. It's a difference between being uh, attuned with your child and being there with your child. Right. You could be there with your child and not know nothing that your child is doing, That's right. what they're talking about, their mentalities. You just like go upstairs, go in the game, yeah, go over you, here. So you're you're in the room, yourself. right? Yeah. But it's but different being attuned. With your child, because if your child walk in wrong, you're like, oh, that ain't right. Oh, that that's not that's not normal. That okay, what's going on with your mind? Oh, who are you talking to on the phone? Because now with social media, can I tell you something? City of Las Vegas, kids are being sexually trafficking because a lot of parents are in the house, but they're not paying attention. And then when they get they're on these focusing on themselves, exactly. That's and then right. when they, and these kids get on these these games and all this stuff where they could talk to mm -hmm. all these people, they meeting their true person they could talk to because you can't be talked to. Lack of supervision. And then guess what? If something happens to them the cycle starts all over right that, that's why my kids kind of play games like i used to in you know the 1990s early 2000s is it was no online capability so you can play that online game but you're not going online right you know you and, know and that's how you keep it you know restricted i guess you would say mm -hmm. and then also if any of his friends is playing that same game i contact their parents get their kid's screen name, and then that's the only people they allow to be with. You have to actually be my son or daughter's friend in real life to be their friend online. And that's what a lot of people get things mixed up. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, well, you know, he, he's, uh, he's got a ton of friends, you know, because, you know, I coach and stuff, and, you know, I can see a kid that's not involved in kids and a kid that's, you know, online playing games all the time. So when I talk to them, their parents are like, oh, they play online. They got all these friends online. I'm like, well... Did, did they know any of them? No. Then you don't know what's coming their way. You don't right. know. Oh, he got an attitude. He don't want to be at practice today because I took him off his game. But what is on that game is more important than doing an activity. In real life. And and what are they talking about? That's why my kids don't got no privacy. Um, because until the age of <laughs> yeah, 18, I, the phone that I pay for, I Amen. go through. Um, the, the, those, I don't like, first of all, I don't like those games and kids playing until you get to a certain age of understanding of responsibility because I remember myself because you got 
not go so far. A lot of people go back and like, oh, well, no, don't go that far. Go back when you was a, a kid. When I was a kid, guess what came into existence? Chat rooms. Mm-hmm. What was the number one show because of that invention, chat rooms? How to Catch a Predator. That's oh true. yeah, that's right. Steve that Hansen. Was, that was yeah. a chat room that they even chat room. You couldn't even do nothing but chat. Mm-hmm. Think about that. So we gotta get to aware that situational is not that. It's not that much different. I hate how we try to make well back. No, it's the same thing. We just have to be it's a nothing pe- new under it, the sun. Nothing. It's nothing new. You know how you dealt with yourself. You know how you acted. You right. know how you was in the party line. You know how you was in the chat room. You know how you was. Then you know how your kids could be. Yeah. So just be there so that you can stop. Like I said, if you could get past your situation. Right. Yeah. I, I, just, I just have to say two things. You're absolutely right. One reason why people don't want to get past things is because they choose not to. Mm. Yeah. People prefer to hold on to what's familiar and what. In, in, in some cases, Spirit what brings them, yeah, what brings them comfort. People find comfort in chaos and Pettiness. sadness and all that kind of stuff. But the other thing is this, about all of us, you know, who have to overcome things and this, that, and the other, and we look back on our childhood, this is what I want people to really think about. God chose those parents for you. He chose those parents for you. This isn't this isn't something that just came out of the sky or it was a random act of whatever. He chose those parents for you. He knew he knew what would happen. He knew how it would happen, but he also knew that he chose you for you to overcome it and to move on to live within his will and to do his purpose. So I only had a father for three years. My dad was killed in a tragic car accident. But God chose that man to be my father. I was meant to overcome that and the whole bit. Anything that we're going through, God selected those parents for us. And we have to keep that in mind. Amen. And I I just want to just say, you can overcome. Yes. You can make it. We're built to do that. Guess what? A Designed. Way, that's right. God has always made a way of escape. Right. But you got to get out the way. Your feelings got to get out the way. Guess what? You have common sense. Even though I say common sense, it's not mm-hmm. common. <laughs> you do. You have it deep down somewhere where it's like, okay, and, and you know that little voice that you hear? Deep, deep down, you might have tur- turned it. You can't turn it off, but you can mute it real, real low, low, low. Let's say, don't do that. Throw that away. Get away from that. Mm-hmm. Stop that. You ain't got to do that. Well, that's the that's the Holy Spirit telling you. Because everybody has the Holy Spirit. A lot of us don't listen to it. I can be honest with you. Right. Because that, that, that spirit of discernment should be something that you are in tune with, right? Like, oh, nah, that ain't right. Oh, that person right there got a spirit on them that I cannot be by but if you if you just listen to it or say, God, it's a nice prayer. God, let me hear the voice. Let me hear your voice so that I can understand where to go. And I'm telling you right now, it'll work. Mm-hmm. Amen. It Amen. will work. 
But guess what? Cletus! <laughs> it's about that time. Oh, boy. Uh -huh. Cletus don't never speak. He ain't gonna never speak. He don't get paid to speak. He get I paid to play. Say that. <laughs> <laughs> one day y'all get to meet Cletus. Y'all will one day. And he gonna play this beautiful music, y'all. <laughs> But this is going to wrap up this show. I hope something was said that could be able to help you change your mind on some things, be able to get you closer to God. And I want to just leave with you today. Never let how you started be the way that you finished it. Amen. Amen. So this is Pastor Jay. And like always, you can find me at Anointed Jaylon on Twitter and Instagram, Pastor J. Lon Calhoun at Facebook. And make sure you get your Anointed Summer tickets at anointedsummerparty.eventbrite.com or you can go on Anointed Radio Network. I don't know why I've been saying that whole long URL with Eventbrite. And you can just go to Anointed Radio Network and go buy your tickets on our website or and go vote for us for the Kingdom Image Awards yes. on our website at anointedradionetwork.com. But much love. Stay empowered and listen for the voice of God. And this is Lady AJ. Have a wonderful Sunday, everyone. And remember, the only way out is through. And this is Coach here. You can find me on Instagram at 910Coach. And you can also find me on Facebook at Top of the Hill Radio. And you can submit your music to Top of the Hill Radio at gmail.com for Christian Hip Hop Top 10 Show coming soon.